Welcome back to the High on the Hogs podcast. I'm Steve. I'm Andy. And this is, again, High on the Hogs. Hi. Oh, no. We're back. It's been Yay. a day or 30, 45, Seven. 60. I don't know. Something like that. Omaha. It's, <laughs> it's been a bit. Um, so there's been a lot going on. We just um, haven't no, been talking haven't. about it. So has there not really? No. No. no, no we're not doing really. anything. We're not busy at all. No. Well, we, yeah, no. <laughs> There's just right. been a lot going on in Razorback land, and apparently our one listener was begging on Twitter the other day, to, hey, you guys got to come back, man. We need he, – he misses our uh, – uh, well, it's not unedited because we know what Will does to us. But Asshole. Um, he, he was he, – apparently our one listener misses us, so um, have to have to come back and, and, and bring the show back. Uh, if you are one of the folks that uh, watched – our broadcast of the Arkansas Punishers game on Saturday, you knew we were redoing this, much to the chagrin of Will, who um, I think had a heart attack and cried uh, when I said we were bringing the pod back this week. So um, here we sit, recording a three-and-a-half-hour pod. Well, I'm drinking beer, and you're drinking water because you're on a diet trying yes. to be less fat than me. Trying to work on my fitness. <laughs> well, I'm just going to be fat forever. That's okay. Um, you'll get jealous and you'll want to do what I'm doing. Probably so. I know. My wife's been trying to get me to do the low carb stuff for. I'll just a get while. both of y'all started. It's okay. She can do it. It'll I just save beca- me twenty five dollars each time I order. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, because I haven't really been, I guess, supporting her in her low carb or no carb mission. Um, I don't think she's been doing it either much. But yeah, so I got you, boo. Wild times, man. Wild times here lately. Obviously. Uh, a lot going on with the basketball team. We'll get into a little bit of that, although um, I'm going to be honest, this will probably, well, I don't know why I say this before we start every pod. Every one of our pods are complete and utter random crazy bullshitness. So, so yeah, we'll see how this goes. Apparently, you guys like listening to it, or at least one listener does. Um, so, we appreciate you guys. And, uh, yeah, so what's been going on as of late? Um, we'll just start with what's going on with natural state sports, obviously, I guess we have we done a we've done a pod since we did the five A state tournament, right? We didn't do a pod before Arkansas even made the tournament. So did we not? I no, thought we did one in because there. we didn't even get a chance to talk about the elite eight run or anything like that. Oh well, we made the elite eight. That was fun. Yeah, yeah, we did. We did Should well in the final four. And then we lost. We beat. We got beat by the national champions. We did. We did. And they're really, really good. Yeah, yeah. So that <laughs> happened. Um, Football's gotten some commits. Reggie Chaney made it better um, than we did. That's anyway, I'm not gonna get into that. <laughs> speaking lot, of Tommy. Houston, though, speaking of Houston, um, you, I don't know if you remember. You remember Dallas Thomas for Parkview? Yeah, I yeah. saw that. Yeah, he's uh, he got an offer from Houston. So it's big time, congrats big to Dallas Thomas. That's pretty. Yeah, he's only a sophomore too. Top, though. Yeah, top five team. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna blow up over the next couple of years. Yeah. That kid's special. So. Sophomore in high school and he gets an offer from a, a big name school. Yeah. So, um, let's see. What else? I'm sure I, I think we talked about Desi leaving, right? Like, I'm sure we talked about it. Now Desi's gone. Can't. Um, we couldn't have talked about Desi leaving because that Desi. happened after the tournament. No. Okay. Well, Desi left. Yeah. Is that so a bad did, thing? So did the Cotton Ball. Yeah. We got a good trade out of that deal, yeah, though. Let's go talk did. about that for a second. The trade. I will take Jackson Robinson <laughs> the, over the Cotton Ball. The, the transfer portal trade. And um, might as well be Jackson Robinson should have came to Arkansas from the outset anyway, yeah. and now he realizes his mistake and he's a hog. So that's big for the hogs. I remember us talking about that last year when he did commit. Yeah, but he skipped his senior year of high school to do yeah. this, so 
He's a young kid for yeah. sure. Hopefully he hangs around. I mean, hopefully he doesn't because six seven. He's a developmental guy. He's a guy that they're going to have to do some work with. I think. I think um, that's just fine. Yeah, it, it, but that's the thing: it. is he willing to hang around to be developed? So hopefully he is. He's going to learn um, today. You know, we've had some some coaching changes um, for the better. Yeah, yeah. I'd say. I think I wonder so. Wonder all these people went to Oklahoma though. Yeah. A, a, oh, Akel, Akel, whatever, Maywin, whatever. Yeah. yeah, with good old David Patrick, that was a shocker. Yeah. So, um, you know, let's just jump into that first before we get anything else because – Random. Well, no, I want to talk about basketball Random. a little bit. Um, I like basketball. So, I've had some – you know, some of the thoughts, and I've seen this being posted around, and, and don't get me wrong, I think that, I think that having NBA experience on your coaching staff is a good thing. Draws bigger talent, in my opinion. Or can I think it can, but at the end of the day, I mean, this isn't like it's Phil Jackson coming to f- coach the Hogs. I mean, great Muss is great, and Muss is going to do phenomenal things at Arkansas. Um, Already proven that, you know. But it'll be it'll be interesting to see how uh, Arsenal and what's the other one, White, smart. yeah, Smart, yeah, how these guys um, work. Keith Sweat, Keith Smart, yeah, how these things work, how these guys end up working out on on Muss's staff. I don't know that we should derive any concerns from the Basque from what's going on with with the movement of coaches. I mean, not yet. Um, it, it it is curious that you're going to lose basically half your coaching staff after an Elite Eight run, um, and it's not like any of them went to. I mean, I would say Patrick was a a, a lateral move. Um, oh, you? Yeah. Um, we went to Tech. Huh? Not when I went to Tech. Yeah. I, I don't remember now. This is how prepared we are. But, yeah, it happened. Um, yeah, but I don't think either move was a move that you're like, oh, wow, that was a step up from an Elite Eight team. So the question is, is is what's the reasoning? Is, you know, if you remember several months ago when the Hogs were struggling, there was some words about Musk being hard to work for and, and being a guy that's hard to, to deal with. And he is and very – struggled for like four games and then blew yeah, up. Yeah. Right. Everybody <laughs> lost their shit. Yeah, yeah. But, again, it's it's worth paying attention to, I think. I, I hope it's never a thing, but I think it is worth paying attention to. But I heard somebody talking about this before, and I can't, it kind of goes back to the transfer portal as well and the situation with that, in that every year is going to be a brand-new year for Eric Musselman and the Razorbacks. We're, we're never going to have, with Musselman there, we're pretty much never going to have this, okay, well, we know we got this. Let's look forward to that next year. You're going to have a few freshmen that are going to hang around. I mean, obviously, we've got some big ones with, with guys like Devo, KK coming back. Speaking of KK, on a random squirrel here, did you see him? You want to talk Looks about Jack? Holy crap. It's a little more weight little, on him. A little bit. So His hair got shorter. Yeah. <laughs> Dude is ripped. So excited to see KK on the floor. Um, of course, Jalen Williams is another freshman that, that's, that's going to be back next if year. If that so. guy gets ripped, then you'll be impressed. Yes. Yeah. That's a lot of man. And so, but again, I think the question, or not really the question, but that's what we're going to see going forward. This is going to be a team that's going to be retooled every year. And Muss is going to do everything he can to ensure he brings in great talent. And it all Tony. Tony. Mean, yeah, that's big. That's, that's a, uh, a definite, looks like a favorite like size, what yeah. Muss likes to offer too. 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, can yeah. run, jam it, or shoot it from three at the same time. So. Yeah, what they do, bring a 6'6", six, six, or 6'7", six, guy in and a 5'7", guy in. Yeah, and then you got you got Jackson Robinson who's six seven. Yeah, and they still got two spots, so yeah. there's two more spots they're still going to fill. Maybe we get the neighbor. Uh, not not from the way it sounds to me. I think Chance Moore is going to be your only high school kid. Really, and that's it. They're not going to go after any more high school guys. Now, I get which I I'm not sure where Jalen's going to end up. Um, you know, 
all the talk. I know Radford is actually a pretty heavy player right now because um, the coach, the coaching staff that was at Murray State, he had a good relationship with. Those coaches went on to other programs, got a bigger job, and then the coach that was one of the coaches that was recruiting him at Murray State is now the coach at Radford. And what so, is Radford, I think they're in Virginia, um, which is well, of course where he's sense. been with uh, with Oak Hill. Um, and he has his his parent he has his mom out on the East Coast. So, um, Oral Roberts I think was an option there for a moment, but I just I think if we're ever going to see Jalen Ricks on the hill, it's going to be as a transfer in a couple of years. So, it might happen though. And him and I talked about the F the other day. You know, this is a tough situation for for any any for, or any you know seniors in high school. Look right at now. the Mall Mill kids we've looked at. Yeah, which congratulations to Darvish Raspberry headed to Hendricks. Hendricks, wow. so good for him and uh, Joshton. Denton's headed to Myself. UAM. Yep. Bowl Weevil. Yep. So congratulations to those guys. Staying in state. Um, and, and we'll get into more of that later in, in another pod because a lot of good things going on with those guys. I know KT's doing very well um, on the summer circuit. Carl Dottery Jr. is doing very well on the summer circuit. Um, so looking forward to seeing how they continue to, to fill out. Um, and it's going to be really interesting, too, to see if they're let, – let's – I got a word this properly. It's going to be very interesting to see if we have any transfers into the Maumelle School District <laughs> between now and next school year. <laughs> so, um, looking forward to that because I think there's some opportunities. There's some interesting there's ones some from what I've options. understand, too. <laughs> um, and Big so, players. yeah, so looking forward <laughs> to seeing how that goes. Um, but uh, overall, I mean, obviously, we've seen – We've seen a lot of movement on the basketball team. We're going to continue to see movement on the basketball team over the next couple of weeks. Uh, and, and then, you know, we'll see what happens. But, again, this is a team that must set the bar this year. Elite eight. I, I think it's something. a high bar. Yeah. I, I, now, Can't I, go much higher. No. <laughs> and I think that's important for Razorback fans since we really didn't get to dial, dive into the end of the season since we didn't have a pod. But I think that's something that's going to be important for us as Razorback fans Remember. to keep an eye on it and pay attention to. Is that you don't get a Justin Smith every single year. Yeah, and, and to the to that you point, can. to that point, you're going to get guys that may really do extremely well, like a Justin Smith, or you're going to get a Vance Jackson. Yep. You know, it, it, either one is is a possibility. And what you hope is that you get more Justin Smiths and you get Vance Jacksons, um, and, and and that's what's going to keep this program running in the right direction. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how they meld things next year because of the massive freshman class that's coming out of the state of Arkansas. It's a we very got to get a class. couple of them. Yeah, we got one. Those other two are big. big actually, three <coughs> are big, big, big pieces. Yeah, without a doubt. So, um, looking at that. Speaking of big pieces, Khalil Ware. Uh, Khalil Wells aware is yeah. a big one. Yeah, Ware is a that's huge a large one. kid too. Um, and, and that's going to be a big piece because obviously you're going to be replacing a guy like Jalen Williams, and he's going to be. Probably uh, moving. Yeah, and that's a guy. I mean, we hope we can keep Jalen for two more years, but his development this year, if he gets bigger and stronger, no. I just don't see him hanging no. around. Yeah, Same thing with tools. the Devo. Devo's a, pot- a potential guy tools. that could leave. Yeah. I think Devo could have been drafted this year, honestly. Like, Possibly. I think there was enough flair about him in the draft and the talent and the work ethic and the motor more than anything that he just doesn't quit. Yeah. So, Speaking of Jacksonville High School, let's – uh, we 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 would we would not go Monty. Yeah, we would not be uh, would not be good friends of Monty if we didn't say congratulations on his opportunity to go coach Team Arkansas That's in the throwback awesome. uh, the tournament basketball so tournament. Looking forward to getting to see that, um, and uh, and hopefully, it's an opportunity for Monty to continue to move ahead in his coaching career because if there's a guy in this state that deserves an opportunity, he knows what he's talking about for sure. He's Monty's definitely a guy. that. 
Yeah. Learned that at the state tournament this year. Yeah. Yeah, he was a great piece to have on Absolutely. with us. Absolutely. Um, and, and really enjoyed that. So looking forward to continuing to follow that. He was teaching me defenses. Yes. <laughs> the elevator screen. Two, three. Two, three. Three, two. Don't forget the elevator screen. Elevator screen. screen. Open the doors. Doors shut. It's pretty, pretty good stuff. Let me jump over here. I don't want to talk about baseball yet. Shh. Actually, I want to get over here. And don't ruffle those feathers yet. Yeah. Um, let's see. Hang on. Let me... Let's see. What else is going on? Um, oh, there's gas shortages. Um, We're not talking about that guy. There's. <laughs> Shut up now. <laughs> there are um, apparently people loading Hummers full of gas tanks and then lighting cigarettes and they're blowing up. That's funny. Um, I would have laughed. I really would have. You can't go to Memphis because there's crack on the bridge. You would no, think, you got to go 55. You'd think all the go. folks in Memphis would bit of rust on that. There's no telling how long it's been like that. <laughs> You've ruined my joke. I hate you. You would think the people of Memphis would be all over getting that crack off the bridge. But anyway, so we'll move on. Um, <laughs> it's a rusty crack. It's not the right color. That was crazy, though. I mean – Hopefully the Razorback team can do the baseball team can get to Knoxville um, without too many issues. I know they 55. left today, so yeah, uh, yeah. But that's still it. It still sucks with all that traffic that's now got to go across fifty five. It's mm-hmm. not going to be great. So um, the world's falling apart. Let's just put it that way. The world is falling apart. You can't build a house. You can't buy a house. Damn right um, about that one. <laughs> I mean, offer oh, more money than what they asked for, and they go nope. Interest rates are phenomenal, but you can't buy one. So I'm gonna get one as we continue to squirrel away here. You won't uh, let me negotiate with a pistol. I told you it, it works a lot. We may have to next time. Hey, which one do you want me to carry? I bought a new one last week. Yeah, I'll bring the biggest. Actually, that's a shotgun. Bigger is scarier, apparently. Bring Dirty Harry out. <laughs> so, I got five shells. I'm gonna either shoot you, kill you, or deafen you. You choose. I'll jump over here on Twitter right now because there's some other stuff that I wanted to get into. Good blind. Um, Let's see. I got to get. I just see that Muss is starting a TikTok. Oh God, that ought to go well. That's all I got. That should go really well. Um, oh, apparently, um, the new superhuman juice for pitchers is beet juice. I heard about that. So, um, just in case you were wondering, if you want to be a great pitcher Kevin like Cops. Kevin Cops, you need to drink beet juice. I actually meant to have that as a sounder, and I didn't add it. Beet juice. Um, let's see. There was something else that I wanted to get into before we. I don't know. Whatever. <clears throat> Let's see. What else we got? A lot of dead air. So it sounds like we got. There is. I'm just. I'm, hey. I'm just, just sitting here. This is why people love hey. us. Though. Hey. Dallas. Hey. Now that's hey. that better happen. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so at Dallas Thomas gets the Razorback offer. Three that's hours me. ago. That kid. I haven't been on Twitter all day. Me neither. So. I never get on Twitter. I get on Twitter all the time. I know you do. I'm up to 1,800 followers on Twitter. You're a Twitter crybaby. Crybaby? No, I just you make really cool off. videos. I was about to say, come on now. <laughs> I make fun of the crybabies and the everybody gets butt hurt. It's I think great. That video did like 16,000 views already, Doesn't which is just me. phenomenally crazy that people love that. And I made, I made a Karen mad, so that was fun. <laughs> um, was her name really Karen? No, it was Teresa, or oh, something, crap. which is close enough to Karen. Um, <clears throat> trying to think, what else? Um, we got to broadcast our first look Arkansas Punishers kinda, game. Look at that kind of hint right in that one. Let's see. I like that. <laughs> you see I what like I that. see? Yep, yep. I don't know if that'll happen, but uh, we'll know soon. So, speaking of that, that was my next point. We, you were talking about big 
big news. Well, let's talk about really big news, like six foot seven, three hundred and seventy pounds worth of big news. That's a large, large guy. Yeah, yeah. And Marion Harris, right? Yes. Marion. Yes, has committed to Arkansas. His not dad a, was Elliot Harris. Yeah, not a like, huge surprise. You knew yeah. it was coming um, with his dad being a legacy, even though Alabama was the first offer in eighth grade. Yeah. Well, when you're what six five three twenty in the eighth grade? Did you see the little three minute little video they had? Yeah. At twelve, he was like six foot two. Yeah. All it's right. stupid. The kid is huge. Yeah, he's a big guy. So Actually, uh, when that other guy and myself went over to PA last year when they played at the start of the season, yeah. week zero, they were playing Joe T. Mm-hmm. So he was out there on the field. Yeah. 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 Big boy. Could you imagine? Just wait, because it's going to happen. Chamberly Harris. And Chambly's going to put some weight on him. Chambly's got to be taller than 6'7". Chambly's going to probably grow another inch and he, at he's least. He's all legs. And he's going, just wait till he like gets in a college weight room. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Both of them. Both of those guys get in a college weight room. You'll see You'll see Harris slim down and you'll see probably Chambly at 310, 315, I bet. Yeah. They got him listed at 285. I, I bet they're a little light on that, to be honest. Yeah. Or well, a little heavy on that, actually. He's he slimmed down a bunch for basketball, but we'll see. He'll get big. He'll get yeah. ba- he'll get right back to it. Um, he's been doing a lot of camping this summer, so I'm looking forward to that. You doing any fishing? Like you, I don't know. And like you were talking, you were showing there, uh, our, our buddy. Even though he and I got a bone to pick because I'm gonna have to message him again. Nico didn't text me back because I told him, Nico, where are you going? You can tell me. I won't tell anybody. I promise. <laughs> and he didn't message me back. Of course he didn't. Come on, man. So. Um, yeah, so I'm a little disappointed in my buddy Nico, but uh, Nico going to be making his announcement at uh, the camp on Jan- June 27th at War Memorial Stadium. So that'll be pretty cool. Kind of looking forward to that. He's got a lot of people in his ear. Dax Courtney, one of them. I think James Joyner's there, messing with him. You see some of the mm-hmm. messaging going back and oh, forth. You, you should have seen him at Chamberlain and Joyner's. Com- uh, they were trying to get him to commit that day. They were yeah. all over him. Every one of them were all over him that day. So mm-hmm. uh, I saw it on the video. It's yeah. looking like it, but. Yeah, so they're they're definitely all over him. It's going to be very hard, and we we, we well, learned they, that he'd get another commit from the state of Arkansas while we were gone. Yeah, the wide receiver. Yeah, that, that decommitted Florida, Florida State, State. flipped the next day, and then he gained Dax Courtney as a teammate for the senior. Yeah, season. I saw that. I was like, there we go. Now we're talking. And, and so that was like the day before his commitment. They're like Dax Courtney transferring to Clarendon. I was yeah. like, I wonder why. Uh huh. And and so and, and and that's that to me. I think it's going to be very hard for any of these kids to leave the state of Arkansas this year because there's this core has been built, and I think the only guy you're going to see really probably leave the state for sure the linebacker out of Fayetteville, the wide receiver Satanya. Uh, okay, Fayetteville, yeah. yeah. And, and now, now he is he is still going to visit Arkansas though. I've heard that he's going to take an official. Nico's had his visitor. He's got an, an official. He has Arkansas. one. Arkansas and Nebraska. June first. I think he's already done the Nebraska one. I think you're right. I think it's like June first is his visit yeah, for. I think you're right. Which is good for Arkansas to get the last one there. Um, Hopefully, it's the last one. Should be, better be. No, Nebraska's a big player. I think Scott Frost is up there, right? And played yeah, UCF, but terrible. the program hadn't been what it has for years. So I'd be shocked if Nico ends up in the land of corn. Just don't I can't see, see him happening. up there. I think uh, no. I, yeah, I just don't no. see it happening. The um, hill is where you need to be, kid. I think. And look, way we'll we'll support uh, Nico wherever. Either he goes, way, but, but we, uh, obviously we lean one way. You know, that was something I wanted to get Can't into. Can't be high on the Huskers. It just didn't work. So, that was something I wanted to get into when we talked about doing the pod a couple weeks ago, and I'm glad it came up because this is something that I think is important. And when I say important on this podcast, it's really not really important, but, but, it important. but it's important. So, we there's been, there's been a lot of communication, a lot of talk about how we should treat 
certain people when they leave, whether it's the transfer portal. So let's use Desi Seals as an op- as 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 an example. What Desi Seals did at the University of Arkansas was great. He had a I th- I, I think we all loved Desi. I like Desi a bunch. I always yeah. rooted for him. But when Desi left, he ran his mouth. Desi threw grenades in the fan base, and I get his I get what he was doing in that he was really going after Muss and whatever his issues were with the coaching staff, his lack of playing time or his lack of ability to play how he wants to play, which is fine. That's his, that, that's his prerogative. But when you're going to go throw bombs into the fan base, I think the fan base has a right to respond. Now, I'm not saying that as a fan base we should respond ugly or nasty, but we see all – and I think one of the other big things was as these guys were making – and let's use the Mike Woods situation too because I think that's an even – I think that's an even better example. Mike I did Woods not is a, like that. Mike Woods is another guy that that we all loved. Everybody loved do. Mike. I Woods. still like Mike Woods. But Mike Woods just up and leaves, and we don't know the reasoning behind it. But here's my thing: Mike Woods is no longer a Razorback. I have no give a damn about Mike Woods anymore. It's not because I don't like the guy, but let's be real: the only reason I like Mike Woods is because he played for Arkansas. I don't know him personally. I know nothing about the guy. He had a he had a cool YouTube channel and was a, was a great was a great football player and was a lot of fun to watch probably the best route runner on the team why he left we'll never know the real reason and it doesn't matter somebody going to step up that's for sure absolutely because but, that was a dangerous combo that would have been on the field this coming oh no year. doubt no absolutely I, I think your guy in the spring game I think your guy Darren Turner may be a guy that we got to hope really steps yeah, up or, or, or to do something uh, the what's the the freshman Keytron out of Jackson. Texas Keytron Jackson's another guy that yeah. I think Really is going to have to step up, but my point is, if you're a, Knox, come alive. if you're not a coach, because I kind of had this conversation with Monty, and I get where you're coming, where Monty is coming from as a coach, because as a coach or as a as a trainer, or even in our situation with Maumel, so Mike Woods leaving, it, it doesn't really impact me other than it sucks for the wide receiving core, but and I'm not going to go out and, and cuss Mike Woods and and and, and put no him point. down and, and say, no, no. That's He's going to better himself, or so he thinks. Yeah, and, and you got to want for somebody to re- like to better themselves. Be, and that works in any walk of life. Yeah, if somebody's doing good for themselves, there's no reason in putting them down. Right, it's stupid. But that doesn't mean I have to support you. No, it doesn't mean that I even have to like you because again, the only reason I liked you is because you're a Razorback. Now, I think what people don't, and, and then when I hear coaches bashing fans for getting upset at, and I'm just talking about, not just like a coach at the university, but on Twitter, on social media, you have these coaches who come out and are like, you can't, you, you can't dog, you can't dog a guy for doing what's best for him. Well, no, yes, I, I, can. I, I can say what I want because I I'm a fan as a fan. Now don't be ugly. There's no reason to go after someone personally, but if I want to say, you know what? Bye Woods as a fan, as somebody has zero personal connection to Mike Woods, I'm not hurting anything. By no longer being a fan of this person. I was a fan of him because he was a Razorback. Now, where it's different to me, and, and I'll use an example for us. Let's use Nico as an example. We love Nico. Nico's a great kid. Support He's, him all the way up. Absolutely. But we have but a we, personal relationship exactly. with Nico. It, do I want Nico Davier to be a, a Razorback? Hell yes. Yes. But if He's Nico goes to Nebraska or, God forbid, LSU, if he got that offer, which hey, I know is what he wants. Don't. 
if no. if he, but I'm still going to support him. Now I'm not going to support LSU, but you I'll root for Nico. Why he would want the LSU offer? Absolutely. He's from New Orleans. Yes, absolutely. He's, that's home. Yes. that's where he was. Well, it's the same with Satan with Satania or whatever his name is up in Fayetteville. His dad was a coach at a and or in College Station. They're from Texas. He has connections to A and M. He's been in Fayetteville for like two years. So, of course, this guy, you know, of course, he's going to go where he has connections and he likes. So, my point is, is when people get upset, when people start throwing a fit about the fact that you're dogging a player or you're like, you know what, screw that guy. I don't want anything to do with him anymore. As a fan, that's what we do. Now, on the flip side, again, I totally understand. If people were trashing Nico for going to wherever other than Arkansas, he decided, if he decided to go somewhere other than Arkansas, it's going frust- to frustrate me because – I know Nico personally. We know Nico personally. But at the end of the day, it's his decision. And as people who know him personally, we're going to support, support that decision. It. Now, if I didn't know Nico, I'd be like, well, whatever. Good for good You'd luck. You'd be like Alex Collins' mom a couple years back. When, yeah. When she took the papers and wouldn't <laughs> sign them and ran off. Well, you know, we'll probably. She was mad about it. Hey, we're going to do their signing day next year. So if it's not Arkansas, we're taking the paperwork. Just run. <laughs> But that'll be a lot of fun. That, that'll be great. But but again, I just I think it's interesting because we ha- the transfer portal is going to create this a ton, and and it's unfortunate because I think and I've said this before I think AAU basketball summer leagues and, and even you know your summer league baseball all these summer league teams have created this and it's 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 spilled over into the NBA it's spilled over really not baseball but in a lot of sports you no longer have. The the uh, the dedication or what's the word I'm looking for commitment Their commitment to a team you know there's there's no pride in being with the same team forever it's more about who can I who, who can help who, me well uh, and who, who can, can I play with who can I can I go play with LeBron and, and and get four other great players and and be amazing with with those how many superstars can I put together power of super teams. Yes. And and, and so it's, easy, it. <laughs> it's easier to do in basketball, obviously, but we're going to see this with the transfer portal. You're going to see guys that you really, really have grown to like, i.e. Mike Woods, who are going to up and just leave for whatever reason. Oklahoma. Oklahoma can play for a national title next year. Yeah. And, and again, you look at their offense, and I think people miss, and, and I'm glad we're talking about this because it takes us back into, that, into uh, to some stuff going on in Razorback land right now. But I think people miss the point with Mike Woods. Am I upset that he left? Absolutely, because yep. he's a huge piece of what Arkansas was going to do this year. Yep. But when look at when you look at Oklahoma's depth chart at wide receiver, he's still going to be three or two. I don't know, man. He's well, he slides in for sure as a two. I, I think almost there was a top fifty list posted out on two on receivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oklahoma had two in the top fifty. Mims one is one of them, and uh, the the true freshman something. Um, I tell you who wasn't in there was Mike Woods. Yeah, and well, and we'll see how that works out by the end of the year. I think Mike Woods has a great year at Oklahoma, I, and and I'm gonna I'm not gonna. Root of course, for him I've also seen Spencer Rattler at the number one pick in the draft next year. Yeah, too. we'll see how that works out. We'll talk about the draft in a minute too. Um, I got a good one in the first <laughs> round. Y'all did pretty well. The Steelers did do pretty damn well. Uh, they needed to. Yeah. Um, Najee, what's up? Yeah, yeah. I yeah, like him too, man. Back. Oh, yeah. I really He's like him. He's a good him. person. Absolutely. You saw where he had his draft party, right? No. Was it like a homeless shelter? Yeah, where he grew, where he was, where he spent like a few years as a kid. It was a homeless shelter where they, where he actually California. lived. And he decided to go back there and have his draft party there, which was really cool. I know that he uh, had a flight come in, like his flight got delayed or something due to weather in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And he rented a car and drove from Dallas to 
Oh, I didn't to know Tuscaloosa that. Tuscaloosa. Oh, yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. The Alabama Pro Day, and he wasn't even. Yeah, just to support them. Yeah, just to support the ones that were there. He wasn't yeah. even going through it. Yeah. I really that like him. cool. Yeah, I really do like him. Um, and, Kid's and, an athlete. He's huge, and he's relatively fast. Yeah. Um, but I do want to talk about the draft because I do have some things to say about the draft. Um, and not just my favorite team related. <laughs> but back to the transfer portal situation, you know. We don't have to. You don't have to support Mike Woods at Oklahoma. I do think Oklahoma. I do think Mike Woods is going to do great at Oklahoma. But the, the funny thing is, is you know we it's Bumblebee. You you know we we sit here and we complain and we throw a fit about these guys who leave and and, and rightfully so. That's fine. But we're also just as happy to accept a guy from Pitt who has no Razorback connections, but he wants to be a Razorback now. And we're 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 just as fine. We're content with with supporting that. So or the five seven guy from. Uh, Miami. Miami. Yeah. So, I can't remember his name right now. I can't either. But so again, the 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 point is is th- this is going to happen. That's the that's the whole deal with this whole stupid transfer portal. I don't like it that much, but it could be kind of fun. I don't. I I don't care for it because you, you lose the opportunity you get somebody to build that a wants squad. to come play with Devo and Jalen like yeah. next year, and they're like, oh well, we'd go there. They've already got these two pieces in place. And we're good enough. We can solidify it and let's go. It's all about winning a national title. That's, That's right. What you're going to see. Yeah. And, so and the, the good. So the Dukes and North Carolinas and all these number one recruiting classes and stuff like that can be nullified by kids that know they can ball and go in to play with other people that are already there. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, you're getting guys that are mature, that are more mature. Oh, yeah. That have the ability to come in and contribute immediately. Look what Baylor did. They had some older faces as well as, you know, Gonzaga, they always have a team that stays together. Yeah. I mean, Suggs is a is a you know just a, a gifted athlete right. from the word go, and you're going to have to have those. Yeah, but you know their team is pretty much built of of, of upperclassmen. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, as much as the transfer portal is going to be a massive pain, and it's going to make things fun. change, it's it's going to be sword. interesting. And and I think what's I think what we're going to see as long as football continues to get better is that you're going to see that situation where guys are going to want to come to Arkansas to play. But at the end of the day, and, and, and we'll talk, we'll say this and then I'll leave it alone, but you look at the Mike Wood situation again. The depth at, my, at Oklahoma and wide receiver is limited. He's, he's going to fit in as a two or a three on an offense that's going to throw the ball 80% of the time yeah. with a quarterback that could potentially be the number one pick. The number of eyeballs that are going to be on Oklahoma, just like they are every year, Way more than it's going to be huge. Year. Now, we all know that they're going to make the college football playoff and get beat by 40 in the first game, which is that's what Oklahoma does. We yes. get it. But, hey, Arkansas is most likely not going to be playing in the college football playoff this year. So, you know what, Mike Woods? Good luck to you, but fuck you. I don't care. <laughs> you know, like, you're, you're no longer my friend. I've, I'm no longer subscribed to your YouTube channel. I don't care about you anymore. And – I'm too lazy to just turn him off. I'll, I'll say this, though. There's a lot of places he could have been where I may have been able to still be a fan of Mike Woods, but Oklahoma is not one of those great places. No boomers. And to be completely honest, I really hope him and Stacy enjoy holding up the end of the bench at Oklahoma for the whole season. I really hope that happens. But if it doesn't happen, then good for Mike Woods. Good luck. You know, enjoy your time at Oklahoma. And I hope that you have unlimited success in the NFL in your future. But yes. I still won't support you. Unless you're a Niner, then I might. But I guess I'm done with that. That's my my two cents That's on your rant on that. And I, I don't know, just my whatever, just my 
it's, it's my part of the podcast. I don't know what you want to call it. but Get off your pedestal, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I don't want to talk about the draft, but not because of who our team's drafted. But this was something that I actually meant to put on our notes that we don't have. But if we had notes, this would have been on it. I um, went from seven to six. Actually, a little later, I was late to work. No, it's totally my I, – I mean, I just didn't do notes. I was I was actually pretty busy today. I didn't make any money, but I was busy. Yeah. Um, but are we at a point now where players are opting out to be undrafted free agents? Like, are we at a point now where guys are literally quitting on their teams to be undrafted free agents? I see where you're going with this. I mean – There's one from Arkansas. Two. Two. You had – what's his face? The, t- the corner from Arkansas State, Jacobs. Yeah. And you had Rakeem Boyd. Both opted out, quit on their team because they wanted to prepare for the NFL draft. And didn't get drafted. Did not get drafted. Now, Rakeem Boyd – made a horrible decision 12 months ago. Rakeem Boyd should have went in the draft last year. Yeah. And, I, and I get it. Thank you, Rakeem Boyd, for coming back, putting your body on the line for one more season for literally nothing. And actually, for a huge loss because you lost a bunch of money. Yeah, for sure. Um, it, it sucks for him, but where I have the biggest problem of it. I think he'll land on his feet. but Maybe. It depends on how healthy he can stay. I hope he does. He's where Did he end up? Where did he end up? Detroit. Detroit, so I thought. So, um, <laughs> no, somebody will love that. Yeah. So did Jacobs. What did he? I think Jacobs ended up there too. I, think. I don't remember where he ended up. But either way, this is two guys that literally quit on their team. So my question is, we no one no one even thought of them as. I'm not gonna lie, I did chuckle about it a little bit. Oh, I laughed a lot about it. I thought it was great. I mean, because if you're gonna quit on your team and say oh, it's because I want to prepare to be better. It suited for the NFL draft. I think the NFL looked at a lot of that. I hope they did. I guarantee you, if we, I mean, you look at Cheyenne O'Grady last year. Mm-hmm. All well, NFL talent all day long, physically. O'Grady had a lot of stuff up yeah, there. Yeah, I said that's why I said yeah. physically. <laughs> that wasn't just the opt out or the yeah. kicked off. But he didn't even get an offer. Didn't even get looked at or anything. Nope. So then you had all these people that were opting out. The only one that really opted out and did well, I think, out of the gate was Jamar Chase from LSU. Of course, look at what you're getting. I mean, and I think he went to Cincinnati to go play with Joe. But, again, these were guys that you knew were going to be first or second round picks. Those are guys. Yeah, those are given. I I don't – I mean, I hate – in that scenario, yeah, it's still technically quitting on your team. Penn State had two big hot rod linebackers. Yeah. That both opted out, and they were – well, one of them – One's like 6'5", 250, and run a 4'3", 8". The other is 6'3", 247, and ran a 4'3", 7". It's crazy. Micah something. He went to Dallas. You have a rocket at linebacker now. Hey, maybe they have a couple linebackers that can stay healthy now. Who knows? Yeah. (laughs) But the point is, is those guys we knew. Like, you knew that those guys were going to be first or second round picks. Yeah. And and so why put your – why put yourself through that in a season that may or may not get finished, may or may not even count? You don't know how the year's going to go. Blow it out and you're done. Yeah, in, in a COVID season where you don't really know what's going to happen. And congr- Yeah, absolutely. Congratulations to Trevor Lawrence. I think he obviously made the right decision for him. But those other guys made the right decisions for them too. But when you quit on your team midway through or three-fourths of the way through. That's the dirty way to do it. I think that's where the NFL looked at it. And I hope they did. I think if you opted out before the season, you were fine. I think a guy like Jerry Jacobs, if he hangs around, is probably a fifth or sixth round pick. 
Rakeem Boyd, I don't know. I, I don't know how much. Again, I don't know how much more he could have proven. But no, I don't. He, he still might have been a seven, a late seventh round pick. Should have gone last year. He, he well, he you're right. Third round pick last year. Yeah, you're right. But he still, I think he still would have been drafted this year if he stays and completes the season and prove because you had the opportunities at the end of the year to at least prove yourself a there little. There were several more. situations they needed him. Absolutely, they Bad. did. And you hurt your team by walking out and deciding that oh, I'm going to prepare for the draft at with a couple of weeks left. Did like, you hear his interview on uh, the Buzz? No, I've heard the most monotone, boring interview I've ever heard in my entire life. Well, that happens. Not everybody's good on. No, good but I mean, it was like they were having. It was like they were having to beat a dead horse to get information out. That doesn't surprise me. Doesn't yeah. surprise me yeah. one bit. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, I do that too. I have had yeah. a few of those now. Yeah, I know you have. <laughs> I've had yeah. a few of those where I'm like, okay, I'm just done with this interview because it's just not going. Yeah, but it's a little different when you're you're talking to a 17, 16 year old kid. Yeah. As opposed to somebody that's basically right there ready to turn to a pro athlete. But that makes you wonder, was that how he reacted in all the interviews with all the programs that he had opportunities to interview with? Possibly. It, it, and, again, th- that's one of the biggest pieces. So so you opt out, you you quit on your team, and then you do terrible in interviews because you're a terrible interviewer. I don't know who was giving you advice, but you probably should have found someone new to give you advice. Yeah. So um, congratulations to Felipe Franks. Um We'll see if he makes the Atlanta roster. Right now, it's going to depend on if they hold a third, if they if they keep a third quarterback on the roster. He'll land somewhere if he doesn't land yeah. with Atlanta. He's he's too much talent and physical size to not be there, and he can throw the ball a mile. Yeah, but and he's not too bad on the inaccurate part. Yeah, well, and and I read some stuff, and he's the flip side of the opt out and all that. Most people said, look, he was good at Florida, and he got hurt. And he had his issues. But at Arkansas, the one year at Arkansas, he proved – and it was a surprise he didn't get drafted, I think, a little bit. Yeah, I was expecting um, him to go sixth round. But it, it definitely helped him in the long run because I think a lot of people – and his senior bowl performance, I think everybody kind of looked at him and went, this, this kid has got – he's got it. Like, he's got all the talent. He's got the ability. Everybody can come back from the injury, and, too. Yeah, and the question, I think, from what I've read at Atlanta is, as long as he picks up the playbook – because I think that's the biggest question. If he can grasp the playbook, he's going to make that roster. And and that's going to be huge because how much longer does Matt Ryan really have in Atlanta? They got another quarterback. I thought they took another quarterback as well. They have – and I don't remember who their backup is And he, because Franks is their thir- is their three right now, and I can't remember who the two is. I was just reading that story the other day. But um, congratulations, obviously, there. Um, we had a defensive lineman drafted. The name escaped. Jonathan you know. Marshall. Thank you, Jonathan Marshall, who – Made himself a lot of money this year by not opting out. Um, so Xavier Kelly got picked up by Baltimore. Yeah, and that's a good signing for him. I, I think that's a good place for him. It's to a land. fitting for that guy yeah. all day long. Yeah. So look forward to seeing, and, and we, you know, look forward to seeing how Kelly does there. Um, is that it? I think that was about it. Yeah, we didn't do too well. I probably should have. Well, we haven't had a very good last few years. <laughs> um, trying to think. Might have a lineman or two go next year. Um, you would we'll have think a receiver so. go. Yes, we will. Yeah, 100% <laughs> will. All right, so let's get into the you know topic. What else you'll have go? A safety. Yes, yes, we will. Might <laughs> have two first rounders. Yeah. So let's get into what everybody's talking about right now, though, and it's the number one consensus, unanimous. 13 weeks. Number one Arkansas Razorback baseball 12 team. Weeks. Um, tw- 12 straight conference series victories. Um, 12 weeks at number one. 12, yeah, 12, also, 12 or 13 weeks at one. I don't remember. Yeah, one of the um, two, but it's that's three months for y'all. Who, uh, yeah. Yeah. Have not lost a series. The whole damn season. 
in 12 weeks. And yet, and yet, if you have found the time and you're one of the thousands of people who have watched um, my <laughs> videos, we still have a mass number of asinine morons yes. who don't understand the game of baseball, how the game of baseball is played, and really how damn good this baseball team is. Yeah. This baseball is team. Is it a World Series or bus team? I'm not going to. It's a college World Series bus. It's not a national championship. It, it, it is to some people. But for me, I don't think it's a national championship or bus team because it's so hard to win it. Yeah. It really is. It's it's You've watched it. It's almost as equal to trying to win the NCAA tournament. And it may be harder because you then have to win that three-game series at the end. So Two. It's win two games. Well, but you got to win a three-game series. So you got to win, win the first two. You got to win two. Win lost series yet. I'll start now. That's right. Absolutely. And let's just not start this week against Tennessee or the week after against Florida or nope. the regionals or super regionals um, that, that we are going to get to host regardless of the fact that we don't allow boys to play girls sports in Arkansas. So We shouldn't allow boys to play girls sports we don't. in Arkansas. But that was the whole reason why we might not get to host. That's stupid. It's because we don't let boys play girls sports. But anyway, that's another story for a political podcast that we're not getting into. We could so do one of those. Oh, God, I would be... People would probably listen to it. Probably. <laughs> we wouldn't we would not than this. We would not send that to Will to edit because oh. it would not be edited. Actually he might like it. He probably would. <laughs> <laughs> but so I don't I mean, when you look at this baseball team and you look at the strengths, you look at the weaknesses, to you as a baseball fan, as a guy that understands the game of baseball, what do you think this team's weaknesses are? Let me put you on the spot. I think we might leave a pitcher out there a little too long every now and then. Uh, of course, that's a coaching blunder in my t my opinion there. But, you know, I'm not going to go against what Dave Van Horde wants to do. He's been doing this a little longer than well, probably I've been alive. But, uh, you know, and he's good at it. Um, I think we're a, a slow starter. And I don't know, I mean, how you would say that's a weakness. That's just kind of a tendency more than it is a weakness. Um we got enough pitchers to run out there, so you're not going to have somebody that's going to run seven, eight innings, you know, out of the, out of the out of the gate when you have a cops, yeah, or, or anybody like that that's played well. I don't really know of a real weakness with this team. Sometimes, like I said, their their bats get a little little cold, but I mean that's going to happen. It's baseball. You're not going to hit the ball every time up there. I mean, you think about it, a 300 hitter misses 70 percent of the time. Yep. And that's a good average. Mm -hmm. Well, you're a superstar if you're hitting 300. Yeah. Yeah. And we have a couple of those. One of them might even be a freshman. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> One of them is a freshman. His name is Caden Wallace, and he's stupid good. He's a uh, dude. Yeah. He, he is, is a dude. an absolute dude. I think if you were to look at this team and say, what's the weakness? It's I think it's the starting pitching. And I don't think – and I, when I say weakness, I'm, I'm – Patrick Wicklander ain't weak. Yeah, well, and neither is Paulette. Mm -hmm. Um Paul, but it's a first-round pick next year. And, and again, that's – Wick could be that this year. When I, when I say weakness, I think I, I'm trying to clarify that and saying it's hard – You're like trying you, to pick apart a number one team. Yes. Team, mind you. Right, exactly. It's been number one all damn year, and hopefully will continue to be up there. Yeah. Well, so, because, you know, the, the, the lineup, you can't – there's no weakness there. No. And that's what makes Arkansas so great. And it's it why can be. Nesbitt's not the best with a bat, and I hate calling people out by name, but, you know, Nesbitt plays that ball and plays third base, and he's like a vacuum cleaner. Yeah, so exactly. You've got to have him on the well, line. Well, 
But he's also a really good. He's an all around. He's he's okay. He's not gonna. He's not a power hitter. No. Um. He's he's really not a doubles hitter. But he's a guy that's gonna give you something. Whether it be base. sacrifices. Whether it be he, he's a very smart hitter. He's not gonna strike out a lot. He's you know he's going to make contact when you need him to make contact, and that's important because you got eight other guys that are gonna smoke the ball. I mean, there's, there's there's nobody. There's no real weakness in the lineup from one to nine. I mean. We have two or three switch hitters in the lineup, too. Braden Webb is a guy that, I mean, he's not getting play every day now that Zach Gregory's really turned things on. I like that because I really thought Gregory was a flop last year. Yeah, well, I thought Webb was a superstar last I thought year. Webb was going to be the hot <laughs> rod, and it was the exact opposite. Yeah, so. and, and that's good, though. For, I think Webb, which uh, we'll see how he – Webb, Webb has a place on this team going forward, and, and so I'm excited to see that. But I just I – don't, I don't see a weakness on that side. So if if we're picking it apart on the when you look at some of the, you know we've had some games Ole Miss comes to mind seventeen to ten or whatever that or whatever that final score was there uh, yeah I was about to say you're never allowed to go to another hey we uh, lost the one game. I was at I know um, and, and so we see that happen from time to time what was it uh, we won the A and M game I went to the next weekend though that is true <laughs> so um, but so. Wick has come along, obviously, throughout the season, and there's a long story to that, obviously. He was freaking hospitalized in the ICU in the offseason. I mean, dude almost died before the season because of diabetes. I mean, it's a crazy deal. So, yeah. to be able to come back and be as strong as he is, you know. It's a long time to regain strength. Trust me, I knew. Yeah. And then you think about the fact that you had another guy in Connor Nolan who you're really anticipating being he a Friday, Saturday bad. guy. Yeah. Didn't look bad. Against Tuesday Arkansas night. State Tuesday night, yep. Struck out two or three. Yeah, so I actually did not watch the final three outs of that game. I didn't but I see any Went of back it. and heard he did really well. Yeah, you got to figure that out. I don't, I don't know why. Guys. Like, I even – I called YouTube TV. They don't offer SEC Network Plus. I don't know why I can't watch it. Hmm. They emailed me and told me they do not offer the channel. Well, but I, I think you have to pay it. for this SEC Network Plus subscription to have the Plus side of it. The ESPN Plus subscription. I That's what it I is. I do pay for ESPN Plus. Well, then you should have it unless you're not logged into your ESPN Plus account. We shall see. Well, there you go. Now I lost my train of thought. We're talking about baseball and pitchers and everything else. Yeah, but I was going somewhere with that. Now I don't remember what it was. But anyway, I, I'm going to get on my soapbox a little bit, though, with the fans. because. Um, but it, it is it is highly ridiculous when you see some of the responses. Now, and I get it. You know, our guy Ozzy Maverick. He's just a he's just a troll. Um, likes to have fun with folks. He uses the um, the reverse psychology stuff to to really trash the team, hoping that it'll lead to something different. He did promise me this week, though, that he has turned over a, le- a better a, another leaf because of my videos, and he doesn't want to be on the clown video anymore. Um, and so he has decided that he is going to be nothing but positive. I may message him back and ask him not to do that because that may just give the ro- the Hogs bad juju. And and I don't want bad juju this late in the season for the baseball team. So I think that Ozzy should probably continue to trash the Hogs every opportunity he gets because it's worked to this point. And, and then when we're done, when the game is over, then he can make his shirtless, screaming, hollering, suck my nutsack videos to whoever we played because it's brilliant, beautiful. And you know what else? You know who he hates as much as you? B-Walk. Yes. Yes. There's someone knocking on the window. I bet I know who it is. Someone's trying to come through the window. I'm not worried. I'm guessing it's my wife. 
But yeah, so he, a door right there. He has a he has a huge hatred for for B Walk, um, and Todd Furman for some reason, and some other guys. It's weird. it's really weird. But um, so I think so. I will have that conversation with Ozzy because I think it's probably pertinent that he continues to trash the Hogs, um, if we're losing. So, um, but other than that, the rest of you fans who call yourselves baseball fans, and and get on there and call for Dave Van Horn to be fired or Matt Hobbs William to be fired. Um, it, it, or or Nate Thompson, Caleb to be fired. You guys are freaking morons. Like this is the best baseball team Arkansas has probably ever had. Now there's, I'd have to go back. So the eighteen team was good, but this team's better. I think so. Well, they're better Top offensively. Number one, they're they're they're, they're, they're way better offensively. Yeah, than five team was. five kids with double figures and home runs right yeah. now. Which I think the eighteen team had also, did. but this this eight this team is special from top to bottom. That eighteen team had some holes in it. it, it this this team, yeah, doesn't. but you had a Heston Kerstad and a Casey Martin. That is true, and and that was when Martin was absolutely murdering things. Everything, so, yes. And he played third base. Um, but again, I I still think this team is better. You got Caden Wallace. You got Christian Franklin. You got Robert Moore. You got Bob. You got it's Bob. Yeah, Bob Moore. Sorry, it's not Robert. <laughs> you Bob. got and you got Gregory, who's playing incredible. You got Slavens, who is a like damn monster. Guy. I like that guy. Opitz, while his bat hasn't come around, is probably the best defensive catcher in all of college baseball. He's definitely top two or three. That catcher um, that old Mrs. guy's pretty damn good. He too. is. He is, and that's what. And he. And, and, and but again, and he hits the ball. He does, and that yeah, and and that's what Opitz misses. Is and if Opitz as a but switch Opitz hitter is a switch hitting catcher. But if Opitz as a switch hitting catcher could hit two ninety, mm-hmm. dear lord, man, he'd be oh, a, yeah. he'd be a top First five round. pick without a doubt. So it, it but. Again, there's not many holes. And then you look at not only do you have that, now you got Dylan Leach. Now, apparently he's not a switch hitter anymore. I don't know what happened to that. He went right side in the last game. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe they told him to try something different. Maybe. Maybe in that situation they did. Or maybe, I don't know, whatever. But, uh, you know, it's funny because. They're looking into that too deep. No, and and I get it. But it's, again, people are looking at this. There's Again, there's no holes in this roster. There's just not. It's a definite murderer's row from, from one to seven. Yeah. And and the the you greatest might get a little break eight and nine and that's about it. I think the you greatest good po- art. Yeah, oh god, good art so good. That's another case. <laughs> that ball that hit the pole, of, I think it was Sunday, the home run he hit the four sixty. Yeah, it went yeah. four hundred and sixty feet. Yeah, what they said it would have gone. Stupid man. <laughs> it's just cursed. Dad didn't hit one that far. No, he, he hit one out into the pond on the other side though, yeah. between the scoreboard. I, I thought he good heart. I thought the one good heart hit over the scoreboard was longer than four than than that four sixty one. But gee whiz, man. So, but Jalen Battles looks like he's coming around. That was good to watch. Yeah, hopefully we'll see if that continues. He screen. had that bad news bears inning. Well, the whole team did. Yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> it, was, it was so bad against Arkansas State, Jonesboro. Um, and uh, <laughs> what a jackass! What did he do now? He's the one. He 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 calls Arkansas UAF, UAF, University of Arkansas Fayetteville. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? That would make sense if you were the University of Arkansas Jonesboro. Like, you are the littlest of little brothers. No one gives a damn about you. Playing the Sun Belt. Yeah, exactly. It's not like, like Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and both play SEC ball. What was and, and we're gonna just go ahead and jump over into this because Does LSU have a little brother. Every Louisiana school, I mean, and they play them. That's the other thing. They play them all. McNeese. They played McNeese. I mean, they'll play anybody in Louisiana. And so, you Montec. know, there's been this 
there's been this whole like obviously this whole argument about not not playing in state schools, which finally we're done with that. And now there's mm-hmm. the argument of it we gain nothing by playing them. You know we, what I think we, we gained? Beat UCA, UAPB. We swept the state. We did. Yes, <laughs> and we should have every year. There's we should. No reason <laughs> you should lose, especially Mueller. We beat Mueller we beat too. Mueller too. Yeah, Mueller stomped our brains out last year they though. Did. Two it's years. Like, no, it was last year. You're right. Positive. Yeah, you're right. Because it was one of the first games we were playing yeah. terrible. We got absolutely murdered. Yeah. Um, Dude hit a salami on us. But, but people talk about this, like, that there's no reason to play Arkansas State. There's no reason to play the in-state schools. Yeah, there is. Shut them up. I, exactly. Like, <laughs> my argument is in – Bitches get stitches. Well, after watching stitches this game – Stitches my bad. <laughs> yeah. But after watching this game, I think it's like I – th- I think it's – it, it, this brings it full okay, circle as to why we should play them. Because if you li- you listen to the broadcast, did you not feel like that Phil and Bubba were trying to be Very nice to them? Very restrained. Yes. Like it was like every – I felt like they told them, you guys be nice to them. Let's be nice to little brother. Let's not like really try to be mean and say na- ugly things and, and, and get over the top because it's Arkansas State. But then Arkansas State comes out after and their AD makes dumbass comments like UAF – and they 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 have a barstool account which was news to me but they do yeah their barstool com- account comes out and says oh bomb walker's really not that nice it's just a bigger tom i was like what's tom it's apparently their stadium i think it's tom linson stadium or some shit yeah they have a stadium holds 1700 people so 10700 little- yeah at capacity and we'll get over that which we'll get for florida yes finally Hunter Juracek, you're the man. We finally get to give that treatment back to somebody. Yeah. Jesus, they man, I'm so tired of that every shit. Every time. Everywhere we play. They're getting 100% capacity this week. Yay. You all get to watch us watch your team lose. So. At least two or three. Yes. Enjoy LSU. Mississippi, Mississippi State. Mississippi Ole Miss. Uh, who else did it? There's another one in there. South Carolina. South Carolina. <laughs> who was after South Carolina? Because they did it, too. I don't remember. Anyway. LSU was after South That's Carolina. That's right, LSU. So, uh... But but my, my what I love about this and the reason why this is such a fantastic series now <laughs> is because it's true hatred. I want the football field. Like yeah, like <laughs> I I I'm you know, obviously we I hate took Missouri. Your best player and then he quit our team. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like I hate Missouri. Like and a lot of that is there's a little bit of a little brother feel there because there's such a shit program and with shit yeah. facilities. Everything about Missouri shit. Yeah, but they've kicked our ass in football for a they while. They have. And so that that forces you to Basketball, give them a little bit of respect. Man. LSU is a, is a program that I hate LSU as a program, but can 100% respect what LSU does as an SEC team that wins cheat. titles. They cheat. Well, their basketball team 100% does. Their football team, they just like sleep with girls, sleep their their coaches sleep it under yeah, the rug. Yes, absolutely. So, but but you can hey, still Hey, how's that job hunt going? <laughs> you can still have respect to an extent for LSU. Ole Miss I respect their I respect their baseball program for sure. Who? Paul Minari. Okay, because yeah. I said Ole Miss and you said I respect no. their most baseball program, and um, I was about to just hit unrecord done. And, you know, been around there that. a lot, but like I said, I don't really like it. I liked it when Kessinger was there. I don't their, like Bianco that much. Their baseball program is it's, it, it's like the way they act. It's it's a little league team. Like that's how they act. They have no respect for the game of baseball. No. None, and it's not about having fun. I would take a few of their players off that team. Well, yeah, they'd be better if they'd go somewhere outside of Mike Bianco, but that's a whole other story for a whole other day. Oh, they they talk about firing him all the time over there too. Yeah, but they never will. Yeah, they never. Well, they might this year. We'll see. Well, I don't know. No, they they'll use sure. the 
the Hoglund Tommy John thing to to Gotta cover that. Or, yeah. Um, so they got booger eater though. They do have booger eater Nikhazy. Hey, that dude's a stud. But so so I mean I can at least give some respect to teams like his sister's hot to, uh, to teams in the SEC. I can give stepdad's got her here in the class. <laughs> So, uh, so I can I can re- at least give respect to those teams, the Mississippi States. They, you know, obviously Alabama's not a rival; they kick our asses. But you give you give respect to them. Yeah, Arkansas State deserves zero respect, none, mm. none. And and what it's done to me in terms of what us playing them is going to do. Did you see this shit talking? They're swine. They're always going to fail. Mm-hmm. Comment. I was like, really? Yeah. It's like well, that's nice of you. Yeah. I'm glad you feel that way. Yeah. And then we beat the hell out. Here, of hold this hell. But keep this hell. That's my point. Is put it you, in your you, cabinet. For years, you've had fans that were, you know, they were at they were huge Razorback fans. But you were also like, you know what? I'll root for Arkansas State to win. Like they're just another team, and they're in Arkansas. Let's support them. Never again will you see me support the Arkansas State Red Wolf Indian Joe. whatever the fuck they are. Ever. I happen to like Indian Joe. I'm sad I, they got rid of him. <laughs> yeah. I would never again. I will never root for them to win. I will root for UALR to beat Arkansas State every damn time they play. I will root for UCA to beat Arkansas State. Anyone playing Arkansas State, I will root for them against Arkansas LSU? State. In, I will root for LSU because at least I have respect for them as a program. I hate them. I hate losing to them. I hate their fan base. Peter Corndog. But, but as a program, I would root for LSU before I would root for Arkansas State. Arkansas State is flat garbage, and, and they proved it. by They finally got their opportunity. We finally gave them a little love. And let's – this goes back to basketball. Oh, yeah, when they said, oh, they didn't need that. Yeah, well, game. we don't need that game. Okay, cool. Go, go, next week. Go, go to and out in your tournament that you were preparing for and why you couldn't play us because you had to go prep for that one seed in your tournament, and then you go get your ass beat twice. So, yeah, I don't care. Like, and then you come – and then you get your opportunity to play us in baseball – and you decide to be little bitches after you get beat? No, nah, man. I got no zero respect for Arkansas State. And I think that's what it's going to do is it's going to take the entire state. It, Arkansas State at least had casual fans that were Razorback fans, plus they're like 12 alumni. Now, the entire state of Arkansas, unless you went to Arkansas State or you live in the trash hole of Jonesboro, <laughs> we all hate you now. Like, we literally hate you. And so, it's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait for 2025. Like, is that we play the football game finally? Yeah, in War Memorial, and it's going to be re- hopefully re- remodeled by then, and you won't die when you fall on that field. So, oh, they got it. I, I, look, I, I know that I've, you know, I love War Memorial Stadium. We had the pleasure of being able to go there and broadcast Very a game. Very nice press box. Um, but, God, they got to do something about that field. Like, they've got to do something about it. It's rough. It's rough. I like – I remember when I was at the first Punisher game. We were in a war on that field. Yeah. Well, I was at the first Punisher game, and I went to and I jumped over the railing to get onto the field, and I felt like my back was about to explode in half. And I know I'm fat and out of shape, but it was literally like <laughs> a six foot jump. And I, when I hit that, it felt like hitting concrete. I could not imagine being a football player and going down on that stuff every time. It's god awful. And so they're supposed to be replacing field turf and doing all that if they get it approved. But I cannot wait till 2025. Like, it needs to come on. Let's do this because I'm ready to beat their asses in that game. You'll have Chamberlain as a junior. Yeah. <laughs> Harris, Harris as a, as a junior. junior. Good e- Lord. Eco as a junior. Eco as a junior. <laughs> yes. And whoever we have at quarterback. He's I mean, going to Jake Beckett the shit out of somebody. Oh, God, I hope so. <laughs> oh, I cannot wait to see the spin moves on full display on the defensive line. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> but um, so yeah, that's uh, that whole Put up a free throw. That whole situation. Um, it just makes me happy. It made me feel really good to see us beat the hell out of ASUJ and handle business. <laughs> and so. ASU Jonesboro. Yeah, ASUJ. <laughs> they don't even deserve to be called by their by full name. Just give them a J. Just ASUJ. So, um, there was something else. Oh, okay. No, I don't know that I should get into that. Do it. Well, I was going to talk about this whole thing with Dion at Jackson State because I said I was going to talk about <laughs> oh, it God. on the uh, on on the broadcast of the Punisher's game, and I didn't. But <laughs> if you didn't see it, it's been a few weeks ago now. But Dion, it was right after the draft. Dion comes out and he throws this hissy fit about players not getting noticed at the HBCU level, and they didn't have any players drafted. Did you know they didn't have any players drafted last year either? And I think they had one player drafted the year before that. Jackson State? No, no, no. The entire HB, yeah, HBCU programs. They haven't oh, yeah. they haven't had a player drafted in two years. Dion comes out and says, Well, I know there's plenty of players out here that 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 are NFL worthy. They got the speed, they got the talent. Okay, Dion, I get it. You 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 were a, a absolute monster in the NFL. We all respect you as an NFL player. And tackle for shit, but you cover the hell out of somebody. Yeah. <laughs> you dance real well. But at the end of the day, if HBCUs would actually invest in their universities and invest in their coaching staffs, you would have better players who would get more opportunities. Instead, what they're doing, and this is, well, it is kind of a knock at Dion, but I'm not trying to bash on Dion here, but Dion's never been a coach other than at the high school level. For one year. He jumps straight from, a, from the high school level where he got beat in Bryant, by the way. Yeah. And jumps to Jackson State. Now, congratulations. Great move. But why did they do that? It wasn't because Deion Sanders was this phenomenal Gus Malzahn high school football coach. Name. It was because Deion Sanders puts a spotlight on Jackson State. That doesn't mean that the football program is going to be any better. It doesn't mean that the football program is going to come out and win national championships in, in, in whatever level it is they play in. It doesn't mean that, that, they're, that the – product on the field is going to be any better and and so the frustration there for me is if these colleges would spend more time instead of trying to figure out gimmicks on how to get their programs noticed and get good coaches go get guys like bill clark or 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 other great african-american coaches to be at hbcus why here's an idea why didn't herm edwards go coach an hbcu Herm Edwards would have been a guy that is not – I mean, he's a mediocre coach, but he's – in the NFL, and he played yeah, in the NFL. But he brings more name recognition than Deion Sanders does, you know. As far as coaching as, Yeah, in terms of coaching. But Deion's going to bring more name recognition at a younger age right now. But are kids really going to go there? Uh, big-time kids. Are big-time kids no, going to go there? No, they're still not going to go no, there. No, it's still an HBCU. They don't even play for a championship. Nope. I still won't. I don't think it'll make a difference until he moves to somewhere else. But like I said, you're gonna have to prove something to move up. But, but that's my point: is until they pay he's him pretty well to be there too. Yeah, from what I understand. You can throw all the fits you want about it, but the fact the fact is is that you don't invest in your programs. You play in, for the most part, really terrible stadiums with pretty mediocre coaching staffs. And now your idea is who was it? There was somebody else that another HBCU was looking at. It was another ex-player. 
Now I can't remember who it was, but it was another player. And it wasn't somebody that had coaching experience. It was, it was just, let's throw name recognition. Let's just give this guy a job just because of who he is. That brings me to another point that I want to get into <laughs> that just happened this week. And that is Tim Tebow getting signed. Now, again, not <laughs> yeah, trying. Yeah, that's probably a little rough on some people who got a little butthurt about another part of it. They did. They got a chance. But Tebow hasn't played in nine years. Okay, I get that. But here's the difference. To me, Urban Meyer. Well, that's a big piece, and, and some there were some NFL players who have put come him out into a coaching role. Watch more than likely, but he also may he may I think he'd be a better coach though. He probably would. He's definitely a raw raw guy. I mean, he's a guy that definitely gets you pumped up, and people would follow him. Houston I mean, he proves that. Yeah, well, yeah, but when you when you look at the situation, and people wanted to compare it to Kaepernick, okay, and people wanted it's in this different. political climate, people wanted to call so it different. a black versus white thing. Nope. And a, you got a, a guy that was willing to change his position. Yeah. And has not given up on anything, and has been the same person. Yeah, he's he might not even make the team, but I mean he's going to be there. But the period. more imp- the more important piece, all this time, Tim Tebow has been busting his ass Whether, what, sports to get that. every opportunity he's gotten. It's not like Tim Tebow. And now, sure, name recognition got it. Michael Jordan would have never played baseball if it wasn't if it wasn't Michael Jordan. Let's be honest about it. Mm-hmm. He wasn't very good. I mean, he, he was terrible with Chicago. I saw him play. But he he played for my favorite team. I was excited to watch him play. But he would have never played baseball if he wasn't Michael Jordan. No. Let's just be real about it. Tim Tebow likely would have never gotten an opportunity in the minor leagues if his name wasn't Tim Tebow. But also, Tim Tebow put in the work. Tim Tebow every day busted his ass no matter what he does. Tim Tebow works his ass off. to give it You can hate him for his, his Christian faith. You can hate him for kneeling. You can hate him for whatever he does. doesn't matter. I don't care if that's why you want to hate him. But the fact of the matter is, is Tim Tebow is probably one of the hardest working athletes out there. He's one of the hardest working people out there. You never saw Tim Tebow show up when he was just doing commentary looking fat and out of shape. He looked like he could walk on a football field. And go. He could walk off of that set and walk onto a football field and play. Yeah, that's for now, sure. let's compare this to Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick was in the twilight of his – in the backside of his career because he was too worried about being a social justice warrior. Good for him. He found something, a platform that he wanted to chase. I'm not going to get into that platform. We're not going to talk about that. But he found something he was passionate about that was not football. And he thought that he should be entitled to this opportunity in football. He did stick with it. To elevate his platform. And he did. And I'm fine with his platform. The difference is. Your football's not there. Callan Kaepernick had multiple tryout opportunities and was terrible. Terrible in every one of them. And then wanted to force people because of his political statements and all of the crap he was saying. He wanted to force these teams to give him starting quarterback money when he wasn't even a third-string quarterback on a team. Who's going to give a guy $20 million a year to be their third-string quarterback who's then going to bring all kinds of circus to your team every day? Yes. So Dallas Cowboys. I'm surprised, but no. No, because Jerry Jones ain't going to deal with they that. They got enough circus. Yeah. but and, Well, Jerry Jones, that's a yeah, we won't get into that. It's a different, different animal. But the fact of the matter is, Tim Tebow, sure, it has a lot to do with who he knows, handshakes, Urban Meyer being the coach. It has everything to do with it. It also has a lot to do with selling seats. Also, people in Jacksonville love Tim Tebow. Some of the heat off of Trevor Lawrence, one hundred percent. Yeah, but so, but the fact is, is that Jacksonville wants to sell tickets, and they will. How do you do that? You bring Tim Tebow in to sell tickets. I mean, Tim Tebow, Trevor Lawrence, (laughs) Etn, yeah, you had Etn, and and 
I don't remember who but they 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 should be fairly good this year. But again, did you read the stat that said unless Trevor Lawrence goes seventeen and zero, he's about to lose his first game since before high school in the regular season. It's insane, man. That Kid's dude, good. Is, it's it's ridiculous. He's, he's he's that. He is the guy. Yeah. But <clears throat> so I mean, I guess to finish up or to to close on that. The people that get frustrated about that are the same people that want to throw race into everything and throw politics into everything. When at the end of the day, Tim Tebow is a guy who worked his ass off, continued to work his ass off, did have connections. Congratulations. You you had connections there. But you listen to even – and I know Urban Meyer's not going to say, well, he sits on his couch and does nothing. But Urban Meyer understands his work ethic. And that's what Urban said when they interviewed him about it. He said, I don't know if we're going to sign him. But the, the the man works his ass off nonstop. That's Give all he does. And so he's got the opportunity. You see him like in baseball shape? Dude yeah. was shredded. Absolutely he was. He he's a he is a constant worker. So congratulations to Tim Tebow. And I hope he does well at Jacksonville. If he doesn't, okay, he'll do well in a commentating role. The guy's just he's just can do everything. Yeah, he absolutely he's can. He's good at everything he does. And, and so I because he wants it. Yeah. Absolutely. And he doesn't have an ulterior motive for wanting it. No. Sure, he's going to express his faith, but he's not going to do it in an in your face way. He's no. not going to do it in a does his own thing. That's right. He does he he if he you know, he does what he wants to do in his own way and he doesn't force anybody else into trying to do what he does. He just he's he is the epitome of a great player. And if you are a Christian, he's somebody that you look up to and understand that he is exemplifying what Christ wants you to be. So good for him. No matter what you believe, good for Tim Tebow. But the fact that you're comparing it to the Co- the Colin Kaepernick situation and the fact Colin Kaepernick doesn't have a job, compared. there's no comparison. Devin Bush came out running his mouth about oh. it. And me as a Steelers fan, I'm sitting there going, just shut up. Bush is like, not even can't his... wait to hit. What did he say? Something about hitting? Can't wait to yeah, face something. You hit that man, I promise you. You better be ready. Devin Bush has going to be knocked gonna be out. He's going to be 245 pounds, mm-hmm. and he moves, and he's bigger than you already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's going to be ready for that, I yeah. promise you. 100%. If he gets on the field, he's going to lay a hat. He ain't scared. On top of that, Tebow was willing to change positions. Yeah. And Tebow didn't go to Jacksonville and go, I want starting tight end money. I want I want George Kittle money. A million dollars. No, you're going to get – the, you're going to get a veteran minimum, basically. The other thing is they've looked at, from what I've heard, is that if they get him one more year, he gets a pension. Well, I think that's he's short of, short of a season yeah. of getting a pension. Yeah. So I guarantee you he'll make the roster for that. But like, I, I, don't, I don't see how he doesn't. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see. I think that's it, man. I, I don't really have anything else. Um, <laughs> baseball this weekend to Knoxville. Tony Vitello, yeah. a couple other Arkansas ex Arkansas coaches on that on that team. Bonfield, um, yeah, Bonfield's there. Um, what do you think? I uh, haven't really watched them play. I know they're good. Obviously, they took Vanderbilt beat them two out of three, I think. Uh, but I mean, it's a toss up. I think we can beat them. I think we can sweep them. Uh, will it happen? Probably not. Uh, didn't think we'd go down to Mississippi State and sweep them either, yeah. though. So, I think we take two or three this weekend. Um, one thing about Tennessee is, at times, their offense can disappear, and I think Arkansas will take advantage of that. Um, their yeah, offense yeah. can also mash it, and I think probably you're going to see a game. I, I think Arkansas they wins. They allow a few more home runs than we do. Yeah. <laughs> I think <laughs> Arkansas double. wins Friday and Saturday, mm-hmm. and I think I think Sunday is a toss-up game because if the, if the Tennessee offense gets rolling, then – and I haven't even looked. I don't know what the weather is like. Please, God, don't let us have doubleheaders. Um, but as long as we don't – That's rough. I think Arkansas has a very good opportunity to win two or three. I also think we have a very good opportunity to see Jackson Wiggins starting on Sunday. 
Um, and I hope we do because he, he finally filled up the strike zone, which is what we've all so been waiting wanted. on from him. But they hadn't needed him the past month either. They talked about that, just the pitchers they haven't really needed yeah. for the past month, you know, because of all the situations of where, I mean, you got cops. You put yeah. cops in in the sixth inning and say, okay, go. See, but I hope we don't have to see that going forward. Me neither. I, I'd rather see cops in a, at worst, I mean, a, you haven't a, seen a, Cole a Ramage. Out, you haven't seen Cole Ramage in the Ramage. Ramage. Well, he pitched yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. He got a little bit of time. But really, the only guy that didn't look good was Trest. Yeah. And so, I mean, everybody else pitched well. But, again. Zach Morris. <laughs> yeah, Morris, Morris struggled as well. Yeah, but he usually doesn't. That's, that's the weird part. Well. Of course, I think he was in the inning that was the screwed up one. Where they had the ball. I was going to say, I don't think Morris actually inning. didn't have a bad inning. It no, was he, his fielding over, behind it. Uh, they dropped the ball Leech, in front of the pitcher's mound, and then Leach slipped and dropped the, the yeah, other. Didn't catch the other, the other fly one, ball. And that's and what had, led to that. You had the battles, God. whatever the hell that was. <laughs> I didn't see it, but I can only imagine it. <laughs> well, and then there was a couple times where Leach threw the ball past the pitcher. I mean, it was just it was a comedy of errors and whatever that inning it was. was a seventh bunch of shit. It was tough. So I would say Tress was really the only one that really struggled. Um, which is not normal. Tress has had a decent year. So I, I like – see Zeb get back on top. Yeah. He looks like he's in a little bit of a funk. But yeah. <laughs> but I like Arkansas to take two of three this weekend. I think they handle business in Knoxville. And um, – Come oh. home with Florida. Yeah, Six I mean, games to go. Finish things up against Florida. The the standings as we wrap things up, they're getting tied in the east. Uh, let's go complete standings here. I don't know why we got that. Tennessee obviously leading the East, and with Vanderbilt going to be a game behind everybody, there should not be a tie in the East as Vanderbilt's going to play one less game than everybody. Um, Florida is two games out, so Florida needs a couple of wins. And then Arkansas with Mississippi State right behind them. But as long as Arkansas can win, I think as long as we, you expect Mississippi State to probably win five out of the next six. God. They, they may win six of six, but I don't think they will. I think they're going to have some issues there. I think Mississippi State obviously should win five out of six. That gets them to, what, uh, 21 and nine, which means as long as Arkansas takes care of business, two of three, the next two series, they'll win the West and we'll win the SEC outright, which I think might be the first time we've ever done it. we got to do it. I could be wrong. Because we don't care about the SEC tournament. We already know that. They're not going to go down there and waste pitching in the SEC tournament. They'll do what they can. If they have an opportunity to win it, they will. But if Arkansas wins the SEC tournament, it's going to be because the offense goes off. It's going to be um, a, a Spanberger-type offense in the SEC tournament. Which, it has to be. God, I want to see that again. That was so much fun. Yes. But um, Just crushing the ball. Yeah. Beat Florida that year so bad. Yeah, and then LSU got us in the final. Yep. Oh, it was tough. But anyway, I like Arkansas to take care of business. I still think Arkansas wins the West and wins the SEC overall. Other than that, man, I don't know. I guess that's about it. We didn't go quite as long as I thought we would. 15 minutes short. All right. I guess that's it, man. Um, before we go, I want to say thanks to the Arkansas Punishers. That was uh, cool. Chris Goodman. Looking forward to doing that again. Yes, and hopefully we don't we, – I don't want to announce it yet because it's not official, but hopefully we're going to get at least one more broadcast with them. And um, – so far, out of two, 3,000 views, I think we've had one complaint. And that I'm person's okay with it. So, um, that was a lot of fun, man. Most fun Where'd I think I've ever from? had. Come on. Come on. <laughs> that was <stuff>. great. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not one to question play calls, but I'm questioning this one. So, <laughs> all right. That's going to do it for us, man. We appreciate everybody listening. Uh, find us on Twitter, at Steve underscore NSS, at Red Thunder 501. And, um, Nobody ever finds me. We may or may not be back next week. I'm going out of out of town, so if we can get together Wednesday, we'll try to put another pod together. I don't have shit to do. So. All right, man. That's going to do it. Till next week. Woo pig. Woo pig. <laughs>